1: documentary that is educational but also super fun 651-641-1071 this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Traynor. And Bradley, why are we asking people about their documentaries? Yeah, so um,
3: I thought we could nerd out on a little fun documentary chat. I just happened to watch a really good one over the weekend. And, you know, to me, sure, documentaries can be fun, but like, you know, they can seem kind of dusty on occasion where it's like, and here you have an example of the yellow-bellied sapsucker sitting (laughs) on a bush. Okay, well, you know I like information, and so I would probably watch that. But sometimes documentaries can be as dramatic as a feature film Mm -hmm. and or uh, you know a blockbuster series. And I came across uh, just such a documentary series that's on. um, It's currently airing on our local public television station TPT, and it's through uh, their well through a production company called Independent Lens. And they do documentaries and have for years, but this one in particular, this season, it's like a whole season, eight part epic look inside of the District Attorney's office in Philadelphia, and it's called Philly DA, aptly named. Um, and I can tell you a little bit about the series. It's 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 you know it goes deep inside this uh, one particular District Attorney's office in Philadelphia who's making like some really incredible change, and it's like, he's running up against, like, powerful interests in the city, it, 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 I almost said reads, but, I mean, you, you get it, it's a documentary, you're watching it, but it reads like a, you know, a, a TV series like The Wire, or... You know, I don't want to say law and order because that's just too cheap. But it, right. it is a dramatic look inside something that you wouldn't normally like. If I was like, uh, in the city of Philadelphia right now. They're trying to reform some parts of their criminal justice system. Those who find criminal justice reform would find that interesting. But, yeah,
1: but that sounded real dry.
3: Right. Kind of dusty yeah. um, or at least specific. And um, this just it makes you uh, it introduces you to people that. You didn't realize um, you would have emotions for it. Really, is just a a great um, documentary, and you can watch the first three se- uh first three episodes online right now. If you're a member of um, public television, I think you can but you can binge all of them uh, currently online. So that just got me like thinking, you know. A good documentary is more than just right. some, you know, cool shots and good information.
1: Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Tell us about a documentary that's educational but also really fun and interesting and not a dusty old uh documentary. Who do we have on the phone, Holly? We have Renee. Hi Renee. Hi Renee. Renee, what's your uh what's your documentary recommendation?
0: It's called Dance. Mm.
3: Tell me more. What's it about?
0: It's- it's Netflix. Um, it's literally just called Dance. And like you were just saying, you were just doing a describing of this other documentary. And I was like, that's how this dance made me feel. It took you around the world and taught you cultures of how of dance across the entire mm-hmm. world. And it, I'm a dancer and gymnast, but, and I'm 47. And I was so excited about this. My heart rate was racing. I was like, I think I'm going to join a dance class. Like, I need to get back into dancing. Like, it's a it it was. So invigorating and so enlightening, and you see it from every single aspect from around the world how dance is a part of this entire world. It was so cool. It that's was awesome. Just so good. And that's on yeah. Netflix? Yeah, it was Netflix. And I, I love just this. Right now, just to make sure, because during covid i just netflix like you, you know like everybody melted into the couch you know yeah. and that was one of them that i was not bored with i was educated i was already a dancer for tons of years and i could learn so much and i was like excited about the world again i don't know it was weird it was just really put a little something into my heart again i love it i love that that that,
3: that's definitely a good documentary that if it made you have all those feelings no
1: kidding thanks renee who else do we have on the line holly liz is here hello liz liz what is your documentary recommendation hi liz
4: hi hi colleen hi bradley hello my my recommendation is also on netflix I've watched it three times.
3: Because oh, wow. It's so
4: entertaining. It's called The Dance of the Birds. Oh. And it takes you into the forest of these such bizarre birds and their mating rituals. Mm-hmm. Fun. And they, they dance to find their partner. Okay. And sometimes they dance for hours and they build these elaborate nests to entice their partner in. And it is just spectacular viewing the dance, the dance of the birds, and the birds are beautiful. The scenery beautiful, and highly entertaining. The commentary is excellent. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. It sounds great.
1: Thank you for your call, Liz. It's um, I just pulled up the um trailer, and you do just get a flavor of like how beautiful the scenery is. It's from the same people who did Our Planet. I don't oh. know if you watched oh, any yeah. of that. It's phenomenally um. Visually pleasing. That's awesome. Holly, who else do we have on the line? We have Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Lauren, what is your documentary recommendation? Hi.
4: Um, my recommendation is a movie called In and of Itself. Mm.
2: And what's and it about? It's
4: on, um, so here's the tough part. You can't give too much away. So it was recommended to me on a podcast, and I kept hearing it everywhere. And I, and I said, fine, I'll watch it, see what the big ruckus is about and it is one of the most amazing things i've ever seen and i can't i can't totally explain everything but what it is it's like a kind of like a one-man show on on you know like on broadway or something but Mm -hmm. it's this magician stick with me here Mm -hmm. i know we're not all family magicians but he's a magician and he does this autobiographical storytelling and interlaces these incredibly mind-blowing magic tricks kind of illusions and he interacts with the audience huh. and you see some really really famous people in the audience at the end so it's and it gets 100 percent on rotten tomatoes right now wow. and it's i can't even explain it it's just you have to watch it this... and even in the beginning of the show it tells you to put your phone away
3: huh. i was gonna to say, to say i've heard the whole thing i this is there's obviously a twist right that you can't talk about because I yeah. feel like I've heard people talk around this particular documentary before. It's on Netflix, right?
4: Um, it's, it's on Hulu. Hulu. Oh, Hulu. I'm, not sure oh, I'm sorry. It's on Netflix, yeah, but I think I, I watched it on Hulu. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You can't, once you see it, you'll understand it's worth your time. It's worth putting down your phone for for a little bit. And the ending is is really great, awesome. awesome
1: in and of itself on Hulu, yeah. thank you for your call um, that 's a great recommendation. uh do we have any other callers, Holly? Yeah, Noel can get the last word wonderful. Noel, you will have our final word. What is the uh, documentary that you recommend? I really love
2: cheer on Netflix oh yeah, um I gotta tell you, I am not a cheerleading person <laughs> ever, and when somebody recommended this to me way back, whatever last year, whenever it was on. I thought that sounds like ridiculous or it sounds like one of the sort of reality TV shows or something like that. But it yeah. isn't. It's high quality documentary and surprisingly moving about this, like, you know, junior college or, uh, or community college in small town, Texas. But they have like the number one ranked collegiate cheer team mm-hmm. and it's it's
1: fascinating yeah and you get to know the characters a lot oh. and yeah you don't have to like cheerleading to be no. to find a place to hook into it
2: no because you get to know all these different kids from all sorts of different backgrounds mm-hmm. that and there's always so much more to it yeah i, yeah. I loved love that one i highly recommend it to everybody and pretty much everybody says "What uh, cheerleading no, no, no! Just get past that part. It's
3: like super cool.
1: <laughs> Thank you for your call. I I just made a list of uh, a bunch of things that I'm going to need to watch now. So yeah,
3: I mean, there's a no shortage. Panda on Twitter gave us a couple more recommendations to Blackfish and the Dropbox.
1: Mm. I haven't even heard either of those. I know the other one. That can I just give a quick recommendation? Um, this one is on. Ooh, is it on Netflix? Uh, yes, Murder Among the Mormons. Oh. So good.
3: It's very, it's very, like, very good.
1: It's reenact-y, but it also is documentary-y. Yeah. And it's, you get uh, a little
3: true crime. Yes.
1: a little y ish yep. stuff. Uh, some, uh, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, doctoring documents. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fascinating. Uh, when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, turns out Channing Tatum and his ex-wife, Jenna Dewan Tatum, are arguing over Magic Mike.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll get in the middle of that argument when we come back on My Talk 1071. Well, Channing Tatum and his ex-wife are arguing over Magic Mike, and we're going to get ourselves right in the middle of that argument on The Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom-Bradley, trainer. Hello. And uh, what's uh, the deal with these two exes?
3: Well, you know, who knew? Uh, I saw a story about these two on TMZ, and I thought, well, that's interesting, because a lot of times when we see stuff on TMZ, you wonder if somebody's got ulterior motives by dropping this story in the media narrative. And that very well may be true, um, but the story itself I found particularly uh, interesting because it's not one that I knew, and that is... That um, Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan, formerly Tatum, uh, are arguing, or at least in legal, um, a, I don't even know if you'd call it a legal tussle, but they're arguing over how to split assets from Magic Mike. So Hey, <laughs>
1: sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. Yeah. Put some... Mm-hmm. And my G-string. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she's trying to get some money stuffed into her G-string because, allegedly, which I did not know, they were instrumental uh, creating Magic Mike together. Hmm. So when they were married, they both worked at creating, um, you know, or turning Magic Mike into a success. And according to the, the reason TMZ was telling this story is because they obtained legal documents. Well, I mean... Somebody from one of those right. two camps He's sent like, them legal here documents. Here are my legal
1: documents.
3: Um, Jenna is requesting a trial in their divorce case to set her a nu- settle a number of issues, which include a property settlement and spousal support.
1: Um, are they not divorced yet?
3: Well, I don't know if it's been legali- or legalized, or uh, finalized. <laughs> um, but they obviously still have some financial... Huh. Uh, entanglements that they're oh, yes. trying to untangle or disentangle. Um, and again, going back to the story about Magic Mike, I had no idea that she was a part of um, you know, the building of the Magic Mike franchise because you certainly, I don't think that was a narrative that was... Maybe out touted front. out front in the public. I mean it no. makes sense, right? They're sure. both dancey people and they I both have a dumb
1: question I that I can't remember the answer to. Was yeah. she in it?
3: She was not in magic. Right. Mike. Okay. I don't remember. Although it might not surprise you to learn that I don't remember all the ladies that were I in that understand. movie, other than um his love interest. What was her name?
1: Um that's what
3: I it's... She's Olivia Munn. Wasn't it Olivia Munn no, that played Channing Tatum's
1: maybe.
3: love interest in Magic Mike? Uh,
1: I don't know. Yes, you're right. Joanna. Yeah. Yes.
3: Um, anyway, so that's really the only... I'm trying to think now. Who else was in it? Anyway. Oh,
1: I mean, I the guys. No, well, I know the Chan- guys. Yeah. Channing Tatum, I mean, Joe Manganiello, Matt Bomer, Adam Alex Rodriguez, Pettifer. Uh, Alex Pettifer, Matt, Matthew McConaughey, Jada Pinkett, Smith was oh, yeah.
3: Jada Pinkett Smith was in it? Oh, yeah. Jada
1: Pinkett Smith was in it. Amber Heard was in it. In the sequels. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people. It's yeah. <laughs> like acting in these
3: there's movies a there's a lot of people anyway people back to Janet de anyway, who was yeah. not in it but she was instrumental in creating it and you'll remember this is not just about magic mike the movie because what was originally a movie uh turned into so much more it became a full-fledged uh business franchise and that of course has led to um oh yeah olivia mont I'm sorry, our good friend Panda's tweeting us about this because she's got all the casting. Thank news. you. Olivia Munn was in Magic Mike, Amber Heard in Magic Mike, too. Thank you. Back to the franchise. It's not just a movie, right? Like, it's a Vegas show that had a touring component. There is a reality show that is in work uh, or in process, in the works, um, based around Magic Mike and that franchise. So this is something that is clearly a cash cow. And if you had something to do with it, one imagines that you feel entitled to, to profit from that or benefit. And... This legal wrangling to me indicates that perhaps they didn't put all of this on paper in a way that they should have. Maybe they didn't intend that they ever would have been apart.
1: Yeah, except for that, especially in Hollywood, it seems to me you you assume that someday there may be a potential to have to split your business interests in one way or another for one reason or another probably divorce
3: yeah well, Um i mean if you've got good legal representation you certainly would
1: and that's why i think you're right bradley it's sort of shocking that they didn't have that in order yeah prior
3: to and it was something i dissolution of their marriage i i had no idea but i also think you know i'm i'm going to play a little bit to preach a little bit to the choir, right? Like this wouldn't be the first woman who was not recognized for her work, truth. uh, it, it, that, uh, the man was, was actually recognized for truth. I mean, there are so many, right. And it's only until recently that we've begun to like pay attention to stuff like this. And so insofar as that's what's happening here, I'm all here for that. Um, it is interesting too because the last we heard out of these two I was
1: just gonna say, I feel like we have not heard from them recently. No,
3: we haven't at all. And the last we heard was he was in this back and forth with um Jesse J, like they're on again, off mm-hmm. again. And she had she found a man, got pregnant, and they lived happily ever after, right? And
1: she wrote a book <laughs> and we told <laughs> our genitales. Mm-hmm. You might I'm sorry, want to explain because it sounds genitals. like you just
3: said we told our Jenna books.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, I had a word for them. We really appreciated some Listen of here. the things that she shared in her book, and I think it was a missed opportunity. I think the name of the book should have been Jenna Tales, but we took the liberty <laughs> yeah, of because changing. that would have been
3: a hot <laughs> seller at B Dalton Books.
1: <laughs> we changed, we changed it. We had our own Jenna Tales, and we told stories uh, from her book. Mm-hmm. So that's the last we heard from her. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oof, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them. Demons. Oh, we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at my talk, 1071.com, Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer.
3: Hello. And
1: uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is...
3: D-Bag!
2: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
1: who is
3: your d Prepare to get on a flight you've been on before. Oh, bing bong. Do you remember somebody named Jerry Falwell Jr.? Do I? Well, have I got a story for you? Oof, more. Actually, so <laughs> the former Liberty president... You guys, I just... I saw this headline and I was like, ah, uh, I... I What? Former Liberty president Jerry Falwell unexpectedly shows up to a student what? event and invites them to a party at his home. No! No! <laughs> no. Okay. No! Colleen, for the sake of the audience, oh. will you please tell uh, the children listening why that might be problematic, and if if Jerry Falwell ever shows up to a party at their house, they may want to just leave.
1: Well, because part of his move, <laughs> um, hey kids, is watching his wife do it with.
3: <laughs> she can cut right to the chase. I'm
1: sorry, it's true. they they're they're kind of. Th- they got in some trouble earlier in the year. I mean, so many things, right? Like there was a pool boy that um, was getting busy with his wife and he was in the corner on purpose. was in the corner. And then, <laughs> uh. Uh. Uh.
2: And then there was
1: uh, the, the bandmate of their son who she was trying to get all up so- with. Yeah, and then there was uh, the 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 assistant that he had his pants unzipped, and I mean, there's just oh, it's just there's he's a lot. like the
3: guy that shows up, and you're like, okay, that you know, like the term dirty old man. Yeah,
1: he's gonna get a little like, too drunk. He's gonna start grabbing people's butts, and you're gonna awkwardly have to ask him to leave, or
3: you're gonna awkwardly have to have sex with his wife Ooh, while he watches. Ah, so. Uh, so that's that's not, nasty. <laughs> exactly. So, so now, we all understand why, when I read the headline, former Liberty <laughs> President Jerry Falwell unexpectedly shows up to a student event and invites them to a graduation party at his house. No! Sounds creepy. Yeah. Well, Politico's reporting that he literally showed up uninvited to a student event at Liberty University, which he has unceremoniously been removed from Mm -hmm. and announced hey kids i just want to invite all the seniors to my farm on may 8th we're having a real liberty graduation if you're not a now this is my favorite nope and even Mm -hmm. if you're not a senior but you date one you can come too
1: okay read hey all you sexy co-eds
3: Come on over. Come on over house. to
1: my house, you sexy coeds like who can't live wife. together. His because, <laughs> yeah, because you are, I'll <laughs> ply you with booze. And oh no, no there was no, an no.
3: event. This was an event with two hundred students. He and Becky, Becky with an I, of course. His uh, his wife, mm-hmm. who, who
1: he was watching do it with the, pool who boy. also
3: was sending sexy texts to another friend of her son's, mm-hmm. and the like tried thing. to. Well, no, she actually had sex with him. Uh oh, that's anyway that's right. yeah she remember she jumped that's into right. bed he yep. all the guy was like he went to bed he'd gone over to his buddy's house to play in a band which they didn't want him to be in the band you'll remember mm-hmm. remember he told this story yeah because this he was, poor kid they wasn't were like
1: talented
3: they were like well it's the it's the president's kid well, right. of course we got to let him in the band so then the, he was like hey guys come on over to my house to do the bands to practice and mom's like hey kids I'm the cool mom with Kool-Aid and then he goes to bed in a spare room and in the corner he hears (laughs) and it's her and she proceeds to jump in bed with the kid and have sex with him and he's like I'm a kid I'm a teen or you know this is a college-age student Mm -hmm. he was an adult um, He was like, "I just we uh, that happened anyway." So now these two
1: are By the showing way, she'd up been awkwardly, watching them rehearse for and
3: laughing weeks and like flipping and making, her hair and
1: making lemonade, like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so these two are like, "I got a great idea. Let's show up at a kids' party, like two hundred students, and invite them to our house."
1: Uh, what? I'm really embarrassed. How did that end?
3: He goes, uh, we'd love to have you out there. Becky says there's no way we can plan it that fast, but we can and we will. His wife was like, no, I don't want any part of this. And he's like, we're doing it. <laughs>
1: And I think he meant that in a myriad of ways.
3: I don't know. It doesn't say like he was carted off by people in sheer oh. disgust. But but what you have to remember, it's easy for us to laugh and poke fun at the story, but what you have to remember, or you don't probably, but but maybe maybe some in our audience might need to remember, is that he is a force unto not just that university, but that mm-hmm. area of the world. Mm-hmm. Like this person, which is why like that story about the kid at their house was so sad, is because like he was like, I mean, sure, he was a you know student and a young man, and you know young men, sure, okay, whatever. But like, when you're in a position where a person of in a position of privilege and power like forces themselves on you, like, yeah, that's not nothing. That's just not creepy old dude.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's That's like like the creepy
3: old dude. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Like, so you've got this guy who. Has influence over these kids, inviting them to their house after he's like roundly been mm-hmm. uh, turned banned, out.
2: He's banned, banned
1: from the campus. Okay, that was and my other question. Jerry Thawall Jr. Like, like, there... cannot go on the campus of Liberty University, but he can. He decides he can go to the parties. Yeah, I I have a dumb question, but is there any sort of like legal anything happening with any of his? Yeah. Well, where are we with that?
3: Well, I, I guess I don't know. Um, I believe, and let me just double check here, because I think it was referenced in this story, that there is a lawsuit uh, against Jerry Falwell on behalf of the university. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know where all that legal stuff okay. sits currently, but there are active... It's in process. Yeah. Of some sort. Yeah, because it wasn't just his relationship with the pool boy he is accused of misusing resources
1: mm. and trying to conceal boy, things who by the way was not just having sex with his wife he'd also gone into business with the pool boy
3: yeah one of I his mean, kids yeah one of his sons he put one of his sons in business with the man who he enjoyed viewing the sex of his wife, his wife with his wife i don't even know how you put those words, the words and you know and I
1: mean. a, people yeah. will figure it out Well, I have bad news for you. Uh, We were already in Nasty Town and we were kind of laughing in that Nasty Town. We're going to go to other Nasty Town, and this is not a laughing matter. Oh, God. (sighs) Sorry. I'm sorry, but this is um, this sort of dominated headlines over the weekend. Uh, The story of Josh Duggar, who's been taken into custody in Arkansas. Uh, He's facing charges of receiving and possessing child pornography. that is terrible. I want to say, like, we've talked about it a little bit, and it is so horrible mm-hmm. and awful. Yeah, The news obviously. and the people I'm naming my D-bag are his parents, Michelle and Jim Bob D- Duggar, oh. who you know from 19 and counting, or whatever. I don't even know where they landed. They have spoken out. They have issued a statement about their son, Josh Duggar. And I'd like to share it with you and then tell you why they are D bags. The message read, we appreciate your continued prayers for our family at this time. The accusations brought against Joshua today are very serious. It is our prayer that the truth, no matter what it is, will come to light. And this will all be resolved in a timely manner. We love Josh and Anna. That's his wife. And continue to pray for their family. Okay. Do you want to know what I find to be very wrong with that? There are multiple children who are the subject of the child pornography that he possessed. They, in my humble opinion, are victims. Mm-hmm. There is no mention of the underage victims of Josh Duggar in that, that statement. It is all focused and centered on the Duggars and their family mm-hmm. and how they are hoping that the, that everybody will also keep them in their prayers. This has been very difficult for them. <laughs> um, yeah, They want this resolved in a timely manner, presumably because they want the heat off them. And again, I just will bring your focus to the multitudes of children who are the subject.
3: Yeah, there's a reason why... That's actually illegal because exactly. it is a crime with victims. Yes. And so to not acknowledge the victims, I mean, even in like a murder case, you very often will see not this isn't apples to apples, but,
0: no, but similar.
3: Like yeah. when there's a, a, a horrible murder, you will often see the family of the person who is accused of committing murder. Extend their sympathy and emotion and, uh, you know, love, what have you, for the victims, right. as well as, you know, praying for their family member right, who's been accused of that.
1: And there's a way to do that, but yeah. to completely ignore the fact that Josh Duggar, the reason he was arrested is because he was, uh, he's facing charges of receiving and possessing child pornography. Mm-hmm. There are young victims... And there is no mention of them. I would just like to add uh, Jill and Derek Dillard, or is it who's married to Derek Dillard? Jill? Jill. Um, They also released a statement. uh, Quote, we just found out this information yesterday. It is very sad. We are disturbed to hear of the charges against Josh. While this case must go through the legal system, we want to make it clear that we absolutely condemn any form of child abuse and fully support the authorities and judicial process in their pursuit of justice, to which I would say, better.
3: Yeah, that seems way better than, you know. Oh, absolutely.
1: And it does it surprise you at all, though, that the parents of Josh Duggar, who did, by the way, turn him in once they realized that he had sexually assaulted their own, his own (sighs) sisters, their own children... I mean, it seems to me that there's a lot of trying to brush this under the rug. And it's just not going to get brushed under the rug.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, you feel free, but nobodys we see that. Right. (laughs) Like We can all see what you're trying to do.
1: Oh, sorry about that. Sorry for bringing it all the way down. But I just thought that was a worthy conversation to have, especially since that is a, a headline that's dominated the weekend. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show a person who dominates our hearts, Zac Efron. Oh. Here's the question. I want to throw this out there. There is a fan theory. I don't know who whose fans. That Vanessa Validar, that Vanessa Validaris and Zac Efron have been dating far longer than we originally thought. Ooh. I will lay out what? the case and see what your thoughts are when we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1 you holly this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer hello let's talk about our boyfriend zach efron oh, shall we? what's he wearing <sighs> no
3: yeah. oh, why wasn't he in the magic Mike sequel Right? Oh anyway. Somebody
1: did something wrong. Why missed are we opportunity. talking about Big him. time. Well, we're talking about him because I read this article this uh, weekend about this fan theory or this, I don't know. I don't even want to call it. A- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Fan theory. It's just a theory that is circulating that Zach Efron and Vanessa Valadares have been dating for far longer than we think. In fact, according to this theory, they started dating three years ago.
3: Uh, what? What? That's I, not possible.
1: No, I agree with you, but I just want to—I want to roll it out for you. I don't know. Should we get the Cobra Gang together? Let's do
2: it whenever there's trouble. we there on the double. We're the Cobra, Cobra Gang. If you've got the crown.
1: So when we first caught up with Zac Efron and Vanessa Valadaris, this beautiful Instagram model that he met working at a Byron Bay cafe, sorry, cafe, um, it was last June. But there is um, some evidence that perhaps they were seeing each other as uh, far back as December of 2017.
3: Okay, so why yeah what are they what breadcrumbs are they picking up
1: so you know vanessa she's a an instagram model so Mm -hmm. she posts pictures of herself uh in bathing suits and in beautiful um you know tropical locations etc well there's a picture of her it's a picture of her from behind in a bathing suit that's hiked up her booty which i can't I, i wish that that wasn't coming back but that's just me um, From December 29th of 2017, and she is in Bexel, New South Wales, in this photograph. And it was, like I said, posted in December of 2017. There is a comment that eagle-eyed people have located that have made them think that they were dating when this photograph was taken and posted. Okay. Because one commenter said, quote... Take care. God bless you and Zach. And it is spelled Z A C, like our fair Zach Ephron. Okay. That was posted 163 weeks ago, which was in December of 2017. Okay. Which makes people think, hmm, they were together at that time. Why would anybody be blessing her and Zach Ephron if they weren't a thing yet? Okay. In December of 2017. Okay. That's really the whole story.
3: Okay, so can I just ask a question? Yeah. Like, if you're Vanessa Valadares,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and you are a literal, as compared to Zach Efron, mm-hmm. I'm not saying she's nobody. Right. As compared to Zach Efron in celebrity world, nobody knows your name. Right. Right?
1: hmm But you're you secretly dating.
3: Cheers. What?
1: You haven't been to Cheers. You
3: haven't been to Cheers.
1: Mm-hmm. Where everybody knows you. Oh,
3: thank you. I was like, I'm quickly trying to make that connection. Yes. Um, and then somebody comments, good luck to you and your secret. Very well, extremely well known. Like if anybody knew this, the whole world would know this because the moment we knew this, the whole world knew this mm-hmm. later, but supposedly we're together before. Mm-hmm. But if somebody called that out on social media, um, wouldn't you just remove the comment? Yeah, right? Because it's Instagram. You can just, you can delete that.
1: Do you know what this says to me? Is that Vanessa Valadaris is much like us. In as much as. In December of 2017, she had a big crush on Zac Efron.
3: I mean, it's entirely possible.
1: Right? And somebody jokingly... Was like you and your boy, and like she's made this happen.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's totally plausible. Or she was dating a guy named Zach.
1: Well, that's other things. So, that's what another, you know, theory is in yeah. this fan theory that they've been together. Like, she could have, it is possible, she could have been dating another guy named Zach.
3: And it, that is not ZAC. Right? Like, that's not an uncommon behavior. Like, women mm-hmm. to have dated the, a man with the same name or vice versa were mm-hmm. same, same. Right. Right. Like, I'm sure there are Zachs who've dated Zachs before. It's
1: true. I bet there's Vanessas that have dated Vanessas before. And certainly there have been Vanessas and Zachs.
3: I think we... You know, look, I am all here for fan theories and digging and uh, spelunking around to try to uncover archaeological vestiges of Mm -hmm. publicationships past. But I think I'd want to see something a little more definitive. Because, again, if this was so... Like, if that was the case, why would... Why, if because one imagines you don't want us to know in 2017 that you're dating?
1: I do want to because you didn't tell us. Add one little piece to this that may make you reconsider. Apparently, on December 26th, which was just a few days before Vanessa uploaded her photo from Bexhill, South New South Wales, Zach was hiking at a mystery location, and some opine that it could have been rural New South Wales.
3: I mean, I would also like to see the series that Zach produced in Papua New Guinea that never made it to air.
1: Thank you. Oh, the Quibi show, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: which then magically he ended up in a series on Netflix. What?
1: What? Right. I don't know. To me also, the other thing to think about is we've always thought she's probably employed by, his camp. Well, yeah, as... it just doesn't
3: work for our th- right. our working theory that she is, you know, his like sober coach. But
1: she could have been back then. You know what I'm saying? She could have been his sober coach yeah. back then as well. We just weren't seeing them gallivanting because yeah. it didn't fit the narrative around Byron Bay. They were elsewhere, right? But then it 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 does tell a story that she, this wouldn't have been the fr- if this is true. This isn't the first time she has left whatever she was doing to be on set with him while he but does. But also, if project. somebody's
3: but, but uh, I, I just go back to like if if you're not ready to tell the world what you're doing publicly and somebody points it out on social. I mean, like we all have this experience where somebody posts mm-hmm. something and, we're, and then we have to message them. Hey, can you?
1: FYI, I'm just We're not, not doing ta- I'm yeah, not talking about that. Not doing that.
3: Yeah. So it's just it, it strains credulity somewhat. Yeah, to think that she wouldn't be hot on that. Like Zach would be like, "Hey, um, rando comment," because it's not like she has posts that have thousands of comments. No,
1: no, it's and it's yeah, it's not like she it, she until now was somebody anybody even knew of. Yeah, right. So it's yeah, you she would have just tucked that. That away don't mean there's sense. not a
3: mystery going on. True, true.
1: True, because there is a mystery going on, because they've allegedly broken up. Kyle Sandalands wants you to know they're broken up, but they're yeah. And
3: this is yeah, this is I I don't understand these stories like I literally will go to my grave. And when I pass on, I that one of my first questions in the hereafter will be. Okay, what was really going on with all these relationships? Because there's an element of the unknown, which shall remain, and this is, this is one of those stories, yeah. where I, there's just a piece missing that I haven't quite figured out. Yeah, yet.
1: we are missing some key evidence, as they say. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, what's your big pandemic hobby? 651-641-1071, did you pick up a pandemic hobby? And if so, what was it? We'll take your calls after this on MyTalk 1071.
0: Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.